I have learned that you are allowed to question certain things that no, being a mom doesn't mean forgetting about yourself. And yes, you're still worthy as a mom. And yes, your dreams are valid. And yes, it's okay to be uh, grateful for the blessing of motherhood, grateful for the blessing of parenting, and yet still want more than motherhood, and yet still not be fulfilled solely by being a mom. And that is absolutely okay. Hello guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Mom on Purpose with Busi Sholo podcast. I'm Busi Sholo and I'm your host. Uh, before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much for the love, for listening to the podcast, for downloading and for sharing it with those you love because the charts are showing the results. You guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, a friend of mine sent me... Um, a screen recording of, of the Apple podcast charts. And I was just like, oh, what is this? And it's like, no, 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 go have a look. You're actually number two on the new shows under the kids and family category. And I went and I looked uh, and then I was number two for a while. And then I think um, after that, when I checked, I was number one on, on the new shows under that category. And I was just like, what? It means that you guys are doing the most. And in, in the same category, um, I also saw the one time just one episode was in the top four, right below focus on the family. And at some point I was on the, the charts of that category, uh, not just the new shows, but all the episodes, I mean, all the podcasts under the kids and family category, I was in the, in the top 10. And I was just like, what? It's so amazing. I think it's been like that for over a week. So thank you so, so much for the love. You guys are incredible. I wouldn't be able to do that and be make it there if it wasn't for you um, supporting my work. So I appreciate it so, so much. Um, and I want to read one um, review that was left on Apple Podcast by um, Umama Womtu. Um, she said that this podcast is like a tool and must listen for moms and those supporting moms, which is actually absolutely amazing for me to hear because I never thought of um, the podcast or my work being something that's going to be helpful for those who are supporting moms. In my head, I was just like, it's for moms, it's for moms. So I feel like every time I, I get feedback, it's eye-opening for me what my work is doing. Because I also remember someone who said that um, your podcast is like, it's helping me heal from so many things that happened in the beginning of my motherhood. And I never thought of my work as helping people to heal. Um, so it's, it's amazing. Thank you so, so much for sharing. It's eye-opening and I'm continuing to learn as well. Yeah. Okay. You can still continue to leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts um, and on Spotify, you can rate. I just found out last week that you can't leave a review on Spotify, but you can leave a rating. So yeah. Okay. Let's get started on this week's episode. It's episode five and it's, it's more chilled. It's more for story time, actually. Um, I speak a whole lot. Actually, I think, let me say, it seems like I speak a whole lot about um, how I lost myself in motherhood, but I never, ever sat down and told the entire story of what happened, what, when did it happen, and what are the events that led to that um, 
yeah and if maybe I, if there's something that i would have changed what would i change and what are the lessons and i think that today is actually the day that i can um tell that story so I found out I was pregnant in 2014. It was May 2014. I remember it very well. Um, I was doing my in-service training at a company in Cape Town because I was uh, doing my diploma in biotechnology. Um, so I missed my period, obviously, um, but I didn't want to rush and be like conclude what it meant that i was really gonna have a baby so i i told my husband we were still dating at the time i said okay no i missed my period but let's not panic so i'm gonna buy a pregnancy test uh, the following day and then we'll take it from there and i did that um and it, it came out positive and i was just like okay we are pregnant and then I was just like, okay, let me go to the doctor to just confirm that it's not a false um, positive. And then I went and again, the results came back positive. Um, so yeah, and then uh, from there, I think, yeah, I told obviously uh, my husband and um, my my family and at I also told them at work because we're working in the lab and I just wanted to make sure um, that me and the baby were okay to, to just work with certain things, right? Yeah. So I was doing my in-service training and I was able to finish it. I think it ended at the end of October, beginning of November. And then um, I think the time that I had to start making hard decisions now was when they offered me a position to say, okay, um, we enjoyed having you. We're going to offer, we, can we absorb you? We would like to absorb you. Um, and you can become one of our employees the following year. And, um, when I looked at the offer, it was actually good for, um, a student who, I mean, someone who's just starting up, starting up in their career, but not someone who was, um, engaged and because i got engaged later in that year oh my goodness i feel like the story is going to be in bits and pieces maybe i might be going back and forth but forgive me um yeah so and then who was gonna have a family uh become a mom it wasn't gonna it wasn't making financial sense because i did try and look at it and say okay let's say i stay i give birth and i stay in cape town and if I want my child to be with me and I have to get a, a full-time helper and all of those things, it didn't make financial sense. And also, I also thought of, okay, let's say I take my daughter home to stay with my aunt and then I stay in Cape Town and then I visit, but they'll still need now the money to be able to, to, to take care of me, the side, and also be able to send money home and still transport. And now I will no longer be living in res. I was going to have to find a place of my own. And the cost of living is high, especially in Cape Town. Um, so it didn't make financial sense. So I declined the offer. Literally staying with my daughter and being with her in the same home was at the top of my list because I stayed with my mom just a little bit. I think when I was in primary school, maybe even grade one, if I'm not mistaken, but that young, then I, I moved and I stayed with my grand and my dad's family, right? Um, so the when when i asked i really did ask now that i'm old as to why was the decision made like that but it was just um the long and short of it is that it was the best uh, idea 
the best choice, the best decision for me um, at the time, right? So I grew up every time just telling myself, when I have kids, I'm going to stay with them. When I have kids, I'm going to stay with him. Doesn't matter what happens. When I have kids, I am going to stay with my kids. I'm not going to separate my kids. Um, so that was at the top of my list with all my decisions that I was making. So I also got an offer, I remember, from one of my lecturers to, to ask me if I don't want to actually be... Um, uh, work in the university um, because I had graduated top of my class um, and yeah so that opportunity was available to me but then again the same thing the offer just didn't make financial sense for for all these things that I, I was going to now be responsible for for just my life right uh, the direction that my life was taking so I went home um, went back home to Durban um, and then I stayed home. Obviously, at the time it was like November because I was gonna give birth in February, so it felt like, "Ooh, I'm gonna, ha I'm like maternity leave, so to speak." Um, so yeah, I took that time and I rested. I enjoyed it. Um, had not having deadlines, not having just serious things to do, but just resting and and preparing and nesting. You know, full blown nesting mode. So yeah, um, that time uh passed and then i gave birth in uh february 2015 yes um so after i think like let's say a month later um i went down to cape town for my graduation uh and then afterwards and then i was just like okay and then what it felt like now the the reality started kicking in that i i don't have work to wake up to people are you know in the festive seasons like everybody's at home and you guys are just there as a family um so i didn't feel like there was something missing because everyone was there but then as soon as people went back to their lives um those who were visiting went back to their homes and then people started going back to work and going back to school the home started feeling empty right um and i started now being the one, no one's helping with the cleaning, people are gone, the responsibilities are mine, people are at work, if the house is dirty, I, I must clean. And postpartum, that can be really, really hard. So I did all of that, but I think the biggest frustration was like, was that this is all that I'm doing. Um, what what is what else is is there? Like, um, how did I go from a bossy who was ambitious, who wanted to pursue her dreams and her goals, um, who wanted to really study until she got a doctorate to someone who now only thing i do is clean the house cook feed sleep yeah that that kind of life and not just to say that there's anything wrong with that but it's just that that's all i was doing and i had no plan for myself right and every time I'll take my phone, um, you know, BBM days, you, you check, um, then friends are sending you things and then you're seeing uh, also updates about graduating with honors and, you know, people making moves. Literally, um, my friends and I will actually speak about the things that we want to do. Sometimes it might not have been in depth, but we would mention that, okay, no, I want to study further. No, I want to do this and I want to do that. And to see facebook post about people doing the things that you guys spoke about it broke me it really broke me it made me it made me feel like i had failed it made me feel like the time that i had spent in school and graduating at the top of my class was, was all for nothing right and 
you know how important perspective is because I could have easily taken that as inspiration to say that, okay, if God can do it for them, surely he can do it for me. Um, as inspiration to say, okay, we'll see, um, yes, you've given birth. Yes, you had time to relax. But I think now it's time for you to start thinking what is next. But no, I became envious and jealous and couldn't believe that these people are moving ahead with their lives while my life felt like it was stagnant, right? I felt stuck. I felt lost. I felt like, like I said, like I wasted my education. So um, I was frustrated that being in that position was frustrating. I think the, just the negative thoughts spiraled, I'm telling you. Um, having thoughts of, uh, like I, I said, wasted my education and then feeling like maybe I'll never amount to anything. Maybe all I'll ever be is just a mom. And, every, you know, not that it was wrong, but I wanted more. Just that alone was not enough for me. It was not enough to fill the void. I, I wanted to do something fulfilling for me um, in addition to being a mom. I, a part of me knew that I was called for more and created for more. But at the time, I don't know, I felt like I was clouded. Um, I've mentioned before that where I grew up, it was a big thing for you to have graduated, number one, uh, graduated at the top of your class, number two, number three, be pregnant uh, and still be loved and engaged. You know, you are eventually going to get married. Lobola is paid, all of that thing. Like to have that kind of support, even for my own family as well. So um, it was quite challenging to speak about the things that I was unhappy about because I had this fear of seeming like I was being ungrateful for the blessings that I did have, for the love and support that I did have. So I kept quiet in shame. I kept quiet because I didn't want to be judged. I felt like I was going to be judged had I said, hmm, I know, Guti, um, I, I, I have this and I have that, but I also want that. You see, and I've also learned in life, Fuguti, you can be happy with specific areas of your life and still be unhappy with other areas of your life and want to improve them. And that is in no way um, a sign of being ungrateful. You just want to improve, which I feel, I feel like is a healthy thing to want, to desire the other areas of your life to, to also go well, not just say because one, two, and three is going well, then it doesn't matter if four, five, five, and six is not going well. I don't believe in that. But at the time, that's, that's um, my view of it. So I kept quiet. So um, time went by. I was feeling like that, feeling like a failure, feeling envious. I was just in, in this rut. Um, and um, out of that, I remember I actually did start applying for jobs. I was just like, ah, let me throw my CV out there. And I did apply for BTEC as well. Um, and I was called for interviews for both of those things because I had to pass interviews to be accepted to study the BTEC and the interview for the job, which I got, I, I both got, right? Um, so I went from being frustrated, being a stay-at-home mom, um, just envying my friends who were actually seeming like they're making it in life and being like, feeling like I was le being left behind. Um, you know, before I actually go into the work and the school you know what's what's actually so funny is that um when i speak to my friends um they were actually even though they were do making moves career-wise they were also um yearning for the life that i had 
right uh because now i i was with a man that loved me and i had this beautiful healthy baby supportive family i planned my wedding i got married you know all of all of those things um and then they said when they looked from outside it seemed like i had everything that they wanted like a fairy tale so to speak but when i looked at their lives i'm just like these people are making big moves career wise and they've got their lives together can you see what comparison does um even though we were not communicating about it at the time but it did steal our joy because um we kept on looking at other each other's lives and not focusing and being grateful for what we had already had right um the one time Leanne Lamini said that um your ice cream can melt while you're busy counting sprinkles on somebody else's ice cream which I feel like it was the case rather um that was what was happening because we're not focusing on the fact that I have ice cream um and we didn't even enjoy the ice cream but we were busy counting the sprinkles while the ice cream that it was in our hands uh was melting so ish comparison it still is a problem even now it is a thief of joy so it's it's always important to be grateful for what you have even though you aspire for other things to be grateful for what you already have okay so like i said now i did get the job and i did get um accepted to the the btech to study the btech um and then that december of 2015 then we decided and it wasn't december i think november but towards the end of the year we decided that okay you know what we're also going to get married um at first we wanted a date in january but we were just like maybe january is not a good month to get married um and then we were like okay what what's the next one we wanted the first week of feb but then the venue that we wanted was was booked and then the next available date was the following saturday which was the 13th so we got married on the 13th of um feb but yeah before that so here i am now i'm planning a wedding here I am. I was planning a wedding, um, about to get married, starting a new job in 2016, and also I was going to start a new semester in February 2016. So it went just from being quiet to just boom, busy. You have to plan, you know, get things organized, um, do work, travel, all of those things. Learn how to be away from home and everything. So yeah, it happened like that, and then um, I was, I was, I felt better actually um even though i don't really think i focused focused so much on it but it, it felt good to actually be able to to have um a break by just leaving in the morning and going to work and then coming back that fresh air and then change of environment was good for me um so but i wouldn't say that i had found myself i just let me call it a distraction um it wasn't the job of my dreams but i was happy to find something that would actually just um yeah change the routine for me and not just make me remain in the same old same old pattern that i was in for the the whole year in 2015 uh yeah so then i uh january came i worked until the month end and then february came took leave wedding vibes uh, and then now i'm i'm married um and then but my husband and i and our daughter my, my daughter was with our daughter was with me and we will travel now um almost every weekend to to see my husband he will come and pick us up and we'll go and visit right uh we did that up and down 
um, there were a couple of times, I don't know for how long, let me just say a couple of times. And until one time we were visiting and my daughter was playing with my husband, but she, you know, when a child is playing with a stranger, like th- that was what was happening. And I looked at them. I was just like, what is going on? Something clicked. And I remembered that over and above me not wanting to separate from my my daughter, my other biggest dream was raising my kids with their dad. Excuse me. Raising my kids with their dad because that's not what happened for me. I don't remember my mom and my dad ever parenting me together. I, I remember the the time when we will be together and maybe we will be going out for um, something to eat or whatever. Um, but other than that, it's just the dynamics of being at home and dad doing this and mom doing that. No, no, I, I never had that. So that was big, big, big on my list. So it clicked that, you know what? I actually said I wanted this, but now what's happening now is not aligning with that wish you so so it it stayed with me and i spoke to to my husband and i said you know what i don't like this because um it's triggering for me like reminding me of my childhood and it feels like i'm i'm recreating the wheel and i didn't like how uh, uh, the fact that i wasn't raised uh, by my mom and dad i didn't like that we didn't have a home of our own um i didn't like that but now yeah, it is happening because your child is playing with you as if you're a stranger. And not even playing, you know, when a, a child is like resisting kind of thing. Um, so that really stayed with me until I was like, you know what? Um, we looked at the finances. We looked at um, everything, the logistics. We, we spoke to our spiritual parents. But we, at the end of the day, I was just like, you know what? No, I'm going to resign because I weighed everything. I was just like, I can always find another job, but I don't know if I stay here, if I will ever be able to recover the relationship between the two of you, you see, because my mother passed away when I was, I think, 25 or 24, going to turn 25, I think somewhere there, but I was an adult, but I didn't have that close, close, close relationship with her because I believe that in the crucial years that's when I had gone and stayed with my my dad's family so that it cost us that yes we were like mother and daughter like civil and we had a relationship but it wasn't like a tight tight relationship right um so I didn't want the same thing to happen because I was gonna resent um I was gonna hate myself for it so yeah I made the decision but what I didn't know then is that I could have actually said that, okay, um, okay, let me, I'm trying to put, just put it, say it how I'm thinking about it. Um, I thought, my thoughts were just one-sided, right? This thing was so, so big for me and it was like trauma for me that I was going to do everything in my power to make sure that I create a different future, a different life for my daughter, right? But I did not consider that creating a different life for my daughter did not have to mean sacrificing myself entirely. 
What I mean about entirely is, yes, it's a sacrifice to say that I am resigning because this is what I want, right? Not, 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 she didn't ask for it. It's a sacrifice I was willing to make because that's a family structure that I wanted. I wanted a mom and a dad and a child under the same roof. That's the family structure that I wanted when I was growing up. But because it wasn't up to me, it was up to me now to be able to provide that family structure. Right? Um, so I, I decided that this is a sacrifice that's worth making to get what I want. Right? What I want. Um, but... Um, I did not now consider that, or rather, yeah, let me say I did not consider that I can make the sacrifice, but at the same time still think about, okay, so what does it mean for me and my dreams? I didn't now, I had forgotten about when I had stayed at home and felt frustrated and envied my friends and felt jealous and felt useless and felt like I was, as a, I was a failure. Um, I had forgotten about that. Who, how easily we forget? Goodness. Um, so yeah, now I'm. I, I I made that decision, and I was just like, I knew exactly that where we, where we were moving, there there was no job for me to do with my qualification, um, and I just said no. We'll see. Let's just go. We'll see. My husband asked me so many times, "Are you sure?" Are you sure? Are you sure we must do it? I was just like, yes, I am. I am sure. Um, so, yeah. And then I resigned and then we moved and all of that. And that is how I became a stay-at-home mom. You see, you see, I'm reading a book called Radical Confidence. Um, it, it, it's a November read for Wisdom and Wellness. Um, obviously, I'm not done with it. But anyway, I'm taking my time. But I read um, a a section where Lisa was trying to decide if she wants kids or not. And then she made different scenarios and it was so, so powerful. She made different scenarios and she just used the analogy of looking at these different scenarios as doors. And then she said, okay, scenario one, I don't have kids. Scenario two, I have kids and I'm a stay-at-home mom. Scenario three, I have kids and I'm a working mom. And she broke down what each of those look like. What will make her happy and what will make her unhappy in each of these circumstances. And then at the end of the day, she made a choice that which one of these doors will she uh, be able to live with for the rest of her life, right? But that's not how I looked at it, right? But it actually made me think that I should have looked at, okay, so door number one for me would have been um, I'm, I'm staying at my job and I was still under a long-distance marriage. What are the pros? What are the cons of that? Pro, I would be still at work. I'll be still earning a salary, which will help my family. But um, the con is that my child will still grow up and not know her dad very well and not have a close relationship with her father. And I'm also in a long distance marriage. Does it really work? Because when I go down, it was mostly about making sure that my husband's apartment was clean and his clothes are ready for the new week. And I'm going up to spot to do groceries. It was never really about spending intimate time together. You see, 
Um, so those were no-nos for me. And then that's all I looked at. That's all I, I used to make up my decision, right? But I think another door that I should have looked at was, okay, another door now is the fact that I am going to move and resign from my job and be a stay-at-home mom. And what is that going to look like for me? Because then I would have figured out that I bo. There's no time for Boosie here. Where's your dreams and and your goals? And how are you going to cultivate those things even though there's no job? Is there any other skill? Or can you go back to school? Because remember, I did say that I I did want to further my studies. So can I do maybe honors part-time and all of that? No, I didn't think about that. And maybe door number three maybe would have been um, me considering to just maybe work even if I don't do exactly the work that I studied for right but again i didn't think of those things which i actually want to encourage you to actually look at all scenarios as a mom when you're trying to make a decision for your family because that is how i left myself behind i make an i made an important decision for my family because i was going for the family structure that i wanted and i kid you not if i had to i'll do it again and again and again and again because Every day I am living my dream of waking up in a home where myself and my husband and my daughter are under the same roof. So I would literally do that again. But what I'll do different this time, then I'll consider that, okay, what can I do in the meantime, given our circumstances, given this choice that I'm making to ensure that I don't leave myself behind, to cultivate my dreams, to cultivate my goals, um, yeah, just to, to, to use whatever situation that we have um, to maybe not say, let me not say use, maybe to um, study the circumstances and be like, okay, what can work here, right? Because that is how I, I lost myself. Because uh, I came and I became a stay-at-home mom. Again, I was back to what was happening. Now being mom, being wife, laundry, ironing, cooking, groceries, that was my life. Um, All my skills were in the kitchen. How do I pack things? So yeah, now I was back to where I was before, like I was when I was in my first year of motherhood, 2015. Um, It was mid-2016 and I found myself exactly back where I was and I didn't like it. I felt unfulfilled and there was a void that was in me. But I think there was a conditioning as well in society that when you are a mom, um, you must forget about yourself and forget about your dreams. There were there were a lot of those re- said um, to me when I first became a mom and I internalized them without really noticing. And I thought that being a good mother meant that I really had to forget about myself. But um, I think I want to encourage you which now is a lesson that I learned a hard way, that you are allowed to question certain things. You are allowed to say, why am I not allowed to pursue my dreams and goals? What do you mean that when I become a mom, I have to forget about myself? What is that? Um, And because I've always wanted to be a good example of a mother to my kids. I always wanted uh, my my kids, my my daughter, um, to actually see that things can be done to be a role model for her um, and for her to see it from me. I don't want to be a hypocritical parent who's going to say to my child, study, um, make sure you do well at school, pursue your dreams, it's doable. And then yet I fold my arms and I sit back and I don't pursue my own dreams, you see? 
I want her to see it from me. She will see it from me. Um, and yeah, I, I think that I've learned that the hard way over a period of being a stay-at-home mom for, for two years um, and forgetting about myself and until I went to a point where I was just like, this is really a thing and it can get really bad because you end up resenting your partner. And sometimes you find that there are parents who are even going to say to their kids, I sacrificed my entire life and my career and my dreams for you. So um, end up maybe wanting the child to leave their dreams or leave their own dreams through their kids. And I don't want to be that parent. And I'm so, so grateful that I actually learned how to make informed decisions and learned to actually really question what does motherhood mean to me which is why i actually always say it's important for you to redefine motherhood for yourself um and to never leave yourself behind because um god doesn't strip purpose from you when you become a mom god doesn't take away your dreams he doesn't take away the mandate that he had you know there's a reason why we were all created i believe that so much he doesn't take that reason away once you become a mother. So why do we behave like he does? Uh, you are still important. Your dreams still matter. You are still born for a purpose. You're still alive for a purpose. So just because you're a mom, it doesn't mean that it's over and it's done. But sometimes we are made to believe that. And that's why most of the moms put their dreams on the back burner and just forget about things, you see. Um, so yeah, certain things are seasonal. But don't forget yourself in the midst of everything. Um, it might, you might have to put a, a specific things and dreams just on hold for a season. But it's only supposed to be for a season. A short season, might, might I add. So, yeah, I have learned that you are allowed to question certain things. That no, being a mom doesn't mean forgetting about yourself. And yes, you are still worthy as a mom. And yes, your dreams are valid. And yes, it's okay to be... Uh, grateful for the blessing of motherhood, grateful for the blessing of parenting, and yet still want more than motherhood, and yet still not be fulfilled solely by being a mom. And that is absolutely okay. So thank you so, so much for listening, for watching. Let me know what your journey has been in motherhood, especially if you have lost yourself and what has brought you to that and just what you relate to in terms of today's story time type of episode thank you so so much my name is busi sholo and i'll see you guys next time